the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you look at the people God calls into a service, you'll find that he equips them to perform whatever it is he sets before them to do. Listening today as Pastor Rander explores this anointing and appointing process as it relates to one of the most interesting people in the Bible in this message, Samson, a judge who was chosen and consecrated by God but was negligent with his Nazarite vow. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Judges chapter 16, verse 15a says, She said to him, here she goes with that voice, How can you say I love you? When your heart is not with me, Samson. Boy, they can get sweet. Samson was so self-deceived in that he could not resist Delilah's charm. She took advantage of his deep-seated weakness, which was most effective in destroying him. It's amazing how Samson's deep love and infatuation with Delilah caused him to completely disregard his wisdom, discernment, commitment in preserving his Nazarite vow. He was separated and consecrated to God, and it was the last of a lifetime. And look how entangled he is. My friends, number six, refuse to go where you don't belong. Listen, a whole lot of y'all in places you uh, you don't belong. Some of y'all going to end up dying in the wrong place. The rapture going to come and you're going to be messed up. Refuse to go where you don't belong. And if you don't belong there, I tell you what, the Holy Ghost will, 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 he will make you uneasy. He will unsettle you. Refuse to go where you don't belong. Samson got comfortable sleeping in another woman's lap. Judges 16, 19 says she loved him to sleep on her knees. Oh, she put him to sleep. My friends, she, I mean, he slept good on that. He slept good. <laughs> Drooling all at the mouth, all messed up. Best sleep on a, on a Philistine foreign woman's lap. My friends, so many have fallen into sin by living a licentious life, sleeping in another woman's bed that's not your wife or your husband, vice versa. If you don't belong where you are, then why are you there? Huh? Some of y'all scared to write that down. It's too much conviction. <laughs> if you, <laughs> let me say it again. Yeah, you, you got the point. If you don't belong where you are, then why are you there? If you are a Christian, the Holy Spirit will make you so uncomfortable to the point to the point that you feel uneasy. You will feel guilty and your conscience won't allow you to enjoy yourself there. You won't enjoy yourself because the Holy Ghost won't let you enjoy yourself. 
If you are not uncomfortable in your sin, you need to ask yourself why. Places in which you don't belong and activities you must not participate in include going to adult entertainment and strip clubs. You say, I'm going in there to witness. No, you're not. Stop lying. That's right. Stop lying. You got a lot of places you can witness. You're going to go in there and witness. No, you, you entangled. You're not witnessing. Go, go, going to adult entertainment and strip clubs. Gambling at, at cas- casinos with the Lord's money. Premarital and extramarital sex. Pornography. Homosexual relationships. Drugs. Drunkenness. Gang activities. And cohabitating or shacking up without a marriage license. Beloved, Cohabitation may be popular because everyone is doing it, but sin is still sin. My wife and I were eating at a restaurant, and I'm not going to say this little city just outside of town. You say, what little city? I ain't going to tell you. <laughs> okay. And so with this young man, I, you know, we always engage in conversation. So, uh, so I said, uh, are you, are you? he said, uh, I'd ask him, uh, are you married? He said, I'm a, I'm a family man. You know, and he about said about talked about his children and all of that. But as I talked a little bit longer, discovered he wasn't married with with a license. And I said, Well, you know, when are you gonna get some license? You know, you know, I'm just well, he kinda got a little uneasy. I mentioned license. You know, if you if you are a family man, you ought to be licensed. Say license. You get license for dogs and cats. To even have trees cut. You get license for everything. Huh? And license for everything. Ladies, don't you let a man in your house, all in your bed, eating all over the table, doing everything a married man, a married couple doing, and he don't love you enough or respect you enough to get license? I say, you get out of my house. Look how quiet it. I didn't get one amen. You better learn to say get. You'll look at him cross-eyed and say, look, don't you go there. I don't play that. You're not going to be straight with me. and You don't love me enough to get some license. Bye. And some of y'all are in a whole lot of trouble now because you didn't say bye soon enough. Sin is still sin. For those of you who are thinking about dating and marriage, be very discerning and patient. Be very discerning and patient as to whom you will cultivate a relationship with. It takes time to learn people and even longer to discover their true motives. Takes time to learn people. You don't learn people in three weeks. We've been dating three weeks. What is that? And then it takes even longer to, to, to learn their true motives. Samson loved Delilah, but she really didn't love Samson and wasn't the least bit interested in him. She only wanted the silver from the Philistines. She wanted some money, honey. In Judges chapter 16, verses 4 and 5 and verse, eight, and verse 18, it says, After it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistine came up to her and said to her, entice him 
and find out where his great strength lies and by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to afflict him. And look, underline this, and every one of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Wasn't about loving him, it was all about the money. All about the money. Folks saying they love you and all they want is your sex. They want to say they love you. They just want to tangle themselves and then yank themselves from you and take half the assets. Verse 18, when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart. Underline that now. All his heart. She sent and called for the lords of the Philistines saying, come up once more for he has told me all his heart. So the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hand. My friends, so many people get married because the person they desire to marry has something that they want or something that they like, like popularity. They are popular. They want them because of their good look. Oh, she's so pretty. Man, she'll eat you alive. It's not just about looks. That man can have all kind of biceps and, 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 no, and no precepts. <laughs> it's not about biceps. It's about pre. Say pre. Precepts. Biceps. Biceps is not going to keep you. He used biceps to knock all your teeth out if you don't know the Lord. It's not about popularity. It's not about good looks. You don't marry folk for status and you don't marry them for money. My, mar- my wife didn't marry me because I had a lot of money and she didn't marry me because I had biceps. You, you know that by now. <laughs> she married me because the Lord told her I was going to be her, her husband. And I knew that I knew God was directing me toward her. It was a God thing. That's how we can be married 38 years in counting. Amen. You ought to clap on that. You ain't got a pastor up here been married four or five times. And now who is this lady? Every odd year, every other year, it's another lady. Wow, that man got some juice. <laughs> what y'all laughing at? <laughs> I want you to hear this. Stop laughing and write. The oh, that's what you gotta apologize. You just it's conviction. Conviction sometimes make you cry. Sometimes make you laugh. As Pastor Draper continues the message, as unbelievable as it may seem, God calls, equips, and uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. This applies to people just like you and I. Uh, We just have to ensure we're not negligent of our responsibilities. Join us today as Pastor Rander continues to explore this topic in this message, Samson, a judge who was chosen and consecrated by God, but was negligent with his Nazarite vow. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. The only person you should marry is the one who is from the Lord for you. Did you get that? The only person you should marry is the one who is from the Lord for you. You say, well, he's big. Listen, God can refine him. Uh, You say, well, he don't have the education that I would like for him to have. He's bringing the money home. You know, 
Everybody got to have a college education. He got, he got, he's a brick mason, uh, good yard man, make money. There are folk who do lawns and make more than folk who teach. Amen. There are folk who got great skill sets without degrees. <laughs> it's not all about degree. Now, nothing wrong with a degree. Get, get them if, 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 that's, if that's what the Lord is leading you. But it's not all about the degree. You don't want the smartest man. You want a Christian man. You want a Christian woman. You want a holy man, a holy woman. You want somebody with standards. Somebody who, who loves the law of God. So the only person, stop being, uh, you, 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 oh, thank you, Lord. This is not on paper, but uh, you, you, your, your child brings somebody home and he's black and she's Hispanic or vice versa. Well, I thought you were going to marry in your race. Leave them alone. You got, leave them alone. You got folk who are in the same race that's killing each other. Killing each other in the same race. Killing each other. That's right. They both save. They both love the Lord. Say thank you, Jesus. They're not, it's not a man and a man coming in your house, a woman and a woman talking about this is the love of my life. I, listen, I'll take, take interracial marriages any day. That's right. Love does no colors. That's right. That's right. Y'all need to get over yourself and leave racism out of this business. And some parents are racist, and, you, and that's an acquired or learned thing from the parents. The only person you should marry is the one who is from the Lord. Number seven. Samson became desensitized to sin because he kept flirting with it. Samson became desensitized to sin because he kept flirting with it. Judges 16, 6 through 7 verses, and then chapter 10 verses, I'm sorry, uh, Judges chapter 16 verses 6 through 11, then skip down to verses 10 and 11, and then verse 13, it says, So Delilah said to Samson, please tell me your great strength, where your great strength lies, and with what you may be bound to afflict you. Oh, he couldn't get it. And Samson said to her, if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings not yet dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Verses 10, 11, skip down. Then Delilah said to Samson, look, you have mocked me, Samson, and, and told me all these lies. Now, please tell me what you may be bound with. So he said to her, if they bind me securely with new ropes that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. My friends refuse to hang around to lie, to play games, and fraternize with people who can jeopardize your character, your reputation, and your anointing from God. I said a lot. Let me say it again for the sake of writing. Refuse to hang around, tell lies, play games, fraternize with people who can jeopardize your character, your reputation, and your anointing from God. Uh, verse 13 says, Delilah said to Samson, until now you have mugged me and told me lies. Tell me what, 
what you may be bound with. And he said to her, if you weave the seven locks of my head into a web of balloon. Now look, notice that each time Samson answers Delilah, he comes closer to revealing the secrets, the secret of his strength because he kept flirting with sin. By this point, Samson, listen to this. By this point, Samson had become so spiritually dull and entangled that he was unable to back out. And such is the case with so many Christians who get so deep into sin that they can't find their way out. Number eight, be very discerning who you reveal your weaknesses and secrets to. Be very, very discerning who you will reveal your weaknesses and secrets to and how much you will tell them because that person could be could could use them as a stick to clobber you with. Judges chapter 16, verse 16, and then verse 19b. I want you to just underline it. This is powerful. With such nagging. Look at that woman nagging. With such nagging, she prodded him day after day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, noonday, evening. Help me, tell me. She nagged him day after day. You know what? Until he was sick. To death of it. Verse 19 says, she began to torment him. There's something big in that. Refused to buckle under pressure and give in to that which is forbidden by God. You got people who will pressure you. Refuse to buckle under pressure and give in to that which is forbidden by God to your own spiritual and physical detriment. Such as someone pressuring you to have sex, someone pressuring you to lie, to cheat, to steal, seeking to please those who are self-centered, manipulative, and controlling. They will just drive you out of your mind. You only embolden those who are not satisfied until they get their way. That's right. You only embolden those who are not satisfied until they get their way. Learn to say no and boldly stand your ground. Look how quiet it is in here now. If not, you will end up compromising your godly values, which will result in guilt, depression. If you... Keep compromising, giving in, giving in. You, you'll end up in guilt, depression, discouragement, spiritual regression, and so much more. In other words, Delilah had become abusive to Samson. Day after day, nagging him till he, he was sick. What do you do when you find yourself entangled in an abusive relationship? Write this down. I know I can I can sense you're listening. What do you do when you find yourself entangled in an abusive relationship? First of all, be mindful that there are different kinds of abuse. Just just to name a few, you you, you have you you have physical abuse, there's sexual abuse, there's verbal abuse, there's 
emotional abuse. And then, you know, we don't say this one, but this is true too. True too. There's also financial abuse. He said, how is that? Where someone controls the money in the home to the degree that the, that the other spouse cannot spend anything without permission or feeling guilty. What you need that for? How much is that? I gave you $2.50. Wasn't that enough? My friend, if you are in an abusive relationship, then here are some things you should do. Write these down because you and those who cross your paths will need them. There's abuse going on all over the church, all in society, and you need to give them a timely word from the Lord. Here's what you do. Number one, if you are in a life-threatening situation, then you must immediately separate yourself. Don't let any man knock one tooth out at a time. And you said, I took a vow to death, do you part. But God didn't say lose your teeth in the process. Okay? They slapping you, they hitting you, they lack. So if, you're not, if you feel like your life is in danger, you need to remove yourself immediately. Number two, if the, situ- if the situation is not life-threatening, then lovingly confront the abuser. If it is not life-threatening, don't just turn your head and say, oh, that's just the way he is or she is. If the situation is not life-threatening, then lovingly confront the abuser. Number three, refuse to snap in the heat of the moment or seek revenge against the abuser. Sometimes you can get, you can get, it's a wonder with the way that woman was nagging Samson and coming down on him and all that, tormenting him and all of that. I mean, as strong as he was, he could have, boom, instantly he would have broke her neck. Some of these folk are in jail because they snapped. And people focus on the murder, but they don't know what led to the murder. Not that I'm justifying murder. Refuse to snap in the heat of the moment or seek revenge against the abuser. Before you hurt somebody, you need to, if you can't go any further, you're on the edge and you know you're about to lose it. Back off, separate yourself for a period of time. find, find, Find some place of refuge or safety. And and cool down so you can think. Rome, uh, so 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 really take this to heart. Uh, Romans twelve nineteen. Romans twelve nineteen says, "Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine; I will repay." Says the Lord. You can snap and lose your job, lose your reputation, lose your character, lose everything, and people don't see all of that drama that led up to your snapping. Number four, seek help from someone you trust. And that's, that also means someone that can hold confidentiality and who has your best interest at heart. Seek out someone. Don't hold all that in to yourself. That will kill you. Number five, allow the word of God to encourage and comfort your heart. There are passages in scripture that will bring healing and rest and encouragement and comfort to your soul. Number six, Seek biblical counseling. Seek biblical counseling. Go to those who know the scripture and can counsel you from the word of God. Number seven, cry out to God for wisdom and direction. 
Cry out to God for wisdom and direction. Cry out to God for wisdom and direction. And finally, but not the least, number eight, be bold and refuse to be paralyzed by fear because you're afraid of the consequences. You want to save your family. You don't want to see, you wonder what's going to happen to the children. Are you going to wonder what's going to happen? So many things involved. Um, and, and this, a lot of times this happened even after the children are all gone. Be, be bold and refuse to be paralyzed by fear. Trusting God to see you through the process of getting free of the abuse. Second Corinthians 3.17b says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. God doesn't want you bound by people. God don't want you all nervous. God don't want you to be in a hot mess. And then you paralyze, you're afraid of the person or you're afraid of whomever it is, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, or wherever it's coming from, relatives or whatever. So fathers and wives. Oh, this, was, this lady was tormenting Samson. He put himself in that position. Yes, he did. He violated the principles of God. Yes, he did. And he got himself entangled and she abused him until she got what she wanted. And all God's children said, and Father, we thank you for this message. We love you. We bless you. And we worship you. Father, forgive our sins. Lord, this message had so much in it. It was written thousands of years ago, but yet so relevant today. Thank you for tuning into this program from the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org, where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in next week as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.